Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. I know a lot of y'all are barbecuing. It's been kind of rainy and like, you know, kind of gloomy out here, but I'm getting ready to go out for Memorial Day weekend in a little bit. So I was like, okay, I'm dressed. Let me go ahead and jump on camera because it was so much stuff going on today. Let me show my screens are up. I hope everybody's doing good. All right. Who made the potato salad? <laughs> you know, you can't eat everybody's potato salad, honey. Okay. So anyhow, thank you guys so much. Yes, I'm in my lavender today. Um, lots to talk about. Before I get started here, let me make sure my connection is right. Yep. See you here. Oh, this is your first live. T.S. Brad 2003. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live. So we have about a thousand people in here. I know half the people are enjoying their Memorial Day weekend. But thank y'all for joining me. I'm going to be on for about an hour. Uh, so thank you guys who came. To, thank you to everybody who came to the meeting, um, the Zoom meeting for like the question and answer segment about ATL. Um, if you guys have questions, definitely feel free to contact us. Other than that, make sure you watch the video. Um, also, as far as the vendors go, we only have three vendor slots left. So we're still waiting for two contracts to come back. If we don't get your contract, we will give away your spot. So if you are looking to vend at the event, we have three spots left. First come, first serve. So make sure you guys get your contracts back. Um, make sure you contact us if you do want to be a vendor at the event. But so far, we have a good amount of people. So thank you to everybody who applied to be a vendor. I appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. We got about a week and a half left. So it's still a lot of work that I'm working on and, you know, still tying up a few loose ends. But for the most part, everything is coming together nicely. So I cannot wait to meet y'all. I can't wait till, you know, the event pops off. Um, again, like I said, right now, I'm only focusing on Atlanta. If we end up doing other spots in the future, cool. But for now, the only spot I have focused for and money for is the A. So that's where we're going to be. So shout out to all y'all who bought tickets. Um, I know a lot of y'all have been getting the dinner tickets and the dance tickets for the club and stuff. So I appreciate it. It's about to be lit. Okay. So let's see here. How about sponsor slots? Um, you can email and ask. Um, but we're, re we're really working with vendors. But when we reached out to some of the big sponsors, like I said, from day one, it was a lot of mush mouth bullshit. And we got to, you know, ask somebody to ask somebody. And I just felt like, you know, at, at what point am I going to be asked? You know what I'm saying? Can I get some head? You know what I mean? Because I'm like, this is just, it's taking too long. It's yes or no. But um, I mean, if you want to sponsor, you can contact my management team and ask them. But as far as everything, I'm the one sponsoring it all myself. I don't, you know, I didn't know whose peeing I needed to suck. So I just kept it pushing. Okay. Um, you, you know what I mean? You got to put your money where your mouth is. So for me, I just couldn't wait for people. But um, if you want to sponsor something, just contact the email and um, let us know. So in the meantime, it is a bunch of mess going on out here, child. First of all, we got to talk about this man that's gone viral. He is causing a lot of controversy on social media. 
Um, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes this man. He's a truck driver. His name is uh, Demon. De I, it looks like it should say Desmond, but it's Demond, I believe. Demon with a D. So Demon with a D, but his name is Demon George. Okay. So Demon George decided to, you know, just, just grace the internet. Okay. Um, with all his children. Okay. You know, I'm not even gonna call you Demon. I don't like that name. We're gonna call you Father Abraham, okay? Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Y'all remember that song from uh, Sunday School? Don't play with me. I wasn't the only one who knew that Father Abraham song, honey. Okay, we're going to call you Father Abraham because Demon is too close to Demon. I don't do dark energy, okay? But anyways, uh, Father Abraham. <laughs> Did I just rename this man's name? I have no chill. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we're minding our business, okay? Surfing the net. You know what I mean? Some of y'all are on Pornhub minding y'all's business. Other folks are on Twitter. Other people are just scrolling through Instagram. Other people are just on Facebook sending messages to their friends and family. All of a sudden, this black man and his 33 kids go viral. And they're all over Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on, uh, I mean, whatever, social, Snapchat. I was seeing these kids everywhere. So it, it started a, a big debate on like spiritual world and a bunch of different platforms. And so he decided to, you know, gather all these kids together. And then had the nerdy say, nine were missing. I said, well, damn, not nine kids who couldn't make it. I, you would think 30 feet would be enough. He said there were still nine kids who couldn't make it, but he thanked all his baby's mothers. I mean, he had a whole bunch of names. It was about 10 of them. Uh, Keisha, Pamela, Monique. Samantha, Christian, Jessica, I want to thank all y'all for bringing my 33 kids together and allowing us this moment to take this picture. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's good that the baby's mothers could come together. So let me show y'all this picture of him and the, the kids who couldn't make it. Because remember, there's still another nine children out there who couldn't make it. I don't know. Maybe they were on summer vacation. Maybe those babies' mothers were mad at them, but nine kids out of 33 couldn't make it. So let me go ahead and share my screen here so we can all take a look at Father Abraham and his many sons and daughters, okay? So this is him here, and it's hard to even tell who's who at this point. I have to really look, because you know, he, he obviously started having kids at a young age, nothing wrong with that child, but you know, he looks like one of the kids himself. But this here in the middle of all this you know, chocolate and, you know, uh, caramel goodness is the father here, the legend, the one and only father Abraham. Okay. He's the one in the hat. <laughs> Nobody else has on a hat. So I'm like, okay, that's him. So these are all the kids. I'm assuming that's his oldest daughter, his oldest son. Uh, there's a few, I mean, child, let me keep, I'm gonna come back to that. Um, so this is what he wrote. Demon George, a.k.a. Father Abraham. He says, the legend, the legacy will live forever. Pink emoji heart, blue emoji heart, fist, uh, you know what I'm saying, arm pump, <laughs> heart eyes. <laughs> I want to thank my kids' mothers for helping make this, this, not this, but this day possible. I want to thank Rochelle Leonard, Emily 
Jashay Carraway, Misi Okra, Uncle Billy, Jackson Nana, Tammy Linnell Miles, also Cortland Nicole for staying and helping with my kids. Thank you, Nakendra, Kendra Poo Haggerty for our photo and being understanding. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. So these are the babies. This is him. That's him with his oldest son. I mean, there's like literally 20 pictures, okay? This is the whole crew here. So he went viral. And like I said, a lot of people had things to say. You know, some people were here for it. You know, some people were like, okay, he got Nick Cannon beat. We're not mad. Other people were not here for it. So one person says, 33 children, this is irresponsible and nasty. Okay, this woman was not here for it. Now, this black man here, uh, King Lou, he says, that's why kings had multiple wives. Men's seed was to spread. And as statistics tell us in this year alone is the lowest birth rate in a generation. So kudos to him and Nick Cannon for repopulating the earth. <laughs> Nothing like a good mush mouth, okay? Um, so yeah, like I said, it caused a lot of mess, a lot of drama, uh, a lot of back and forth. Everybody had opinions, honey. But, you know, there was a lot of kings, you know, them kings they was out and about. Talking about building kingdoms and shit. <laughs> there was kings and shit. Oh, they came out. They were giving him his props. <laughs> then you had, you know, I'm not going to call them the bitter Betty Brigade, you know, because I didn't really get that vibe from this story. I just saw a lot of women who were like, this is not the business. You know, this is not cute. I think for me, what kind of like, what what was kind of interesting for me is let me let me show y'all the babies one more again. Okay, let me let's go to the closest picture here of all the babies. This first row, and there's so many kids, their legs are hanging off. Okay, there's not even enough room. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just in this first row, all these kids look like they were a 3T. Okay. For y'all who don't have children, a 3T is a three in toddlers, meaning they all look to be the same age. Then you have the little ones here that are being held by the older ones. There's a little one here, one. There's a little tiny one here. There's another little one here, another little one, and another little one with a pacifier. They look to be wearing maybe one T. <laughs> and you I guess for me, that's 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 the part that's just like, they're all the same age. This ain't 33. This is not like, you know, a child every four or five years. These kids are literally being born in the same year. Like, there's like seven kids that are all in 3T. And then another four or five that are in, you know, 1T. You know, the whole thing is just very interesting. It, it definitely gives me Nick Cannon vibes. Um, you know, I will say the, the one good thing about this is, you know, it seems like the baby's mothers somehow get along because they allowed him to have all of these children and, and take a picture, you know, with the kids. But, um, you know, this is a lot of children. And while, you know, it's not for me to tell people what to do with their loins. Okay, Y'all going to spread y'all seeds far and wide. That is your business. But I am curious, though, how you can father, you know, and when I say being a father, it's not just financial support, 
the mental, physical support, being there in the household, being there at conferences, being at, you know, sports events, dance events, um, things like that. How can you do that with 33 kids? I feel like that is stretching yourself very, very thin as a man, you know. Um, but he was tired of y'all's judgment. He said, y'all not going to keep coming for him and his tribe. So Father Abraham took to social media to clap back at the haters. Because, you know, whenever somebody don't agree with something, you're jealous. So he took to social media to clap back at y'all. He said he's tired. And uh, he wants to let y'all know how he feels, okay? Let me go ahead and share my stream here. Hey, Mike, pull out game, man. We got this no pull out, bitch. Well, you motherfuckers that want to know, I don't pull out. It ain't weak, motherfucker. I don't pull out. Fuck you mean, weak, motherfucker? Let's talk about my motherfucking kids. You niggas got three or four and do a motherfucking thing. Ain't shit weak over here. My pockets ain't weak and my dick soul ain't weak, bitch ass nigga. You pussy ass nigga sitting there talking. Ain't got a motherfucking dollar in your pocket. Ain't got a dollar in your motherfucking pocket. Ain't got a dollar in your motherfucking pocket, but you want to talk that shit. I'm still that nigga with 30. I'm still that nigga with 30. I'm still that nigga with 30. Fuck you mean, bitch. I'm still that nigga. When you get like me, then you gonna fuck with me, bitch. That's all I got to say, nigga. You niggas will never pull out game, mate. Pull out game, mate. We got just no pull out, bitch. Or you motherfuckers that want to know, I don't pull out. It ain't weak, motherfucker. I don't pull out. Okay. All right. Okay, sir. I feel like he's yelling at me personally. Damn it, I feel like I'm pregnant. I don't pull out, bitch. My pull out game ain't weak. My dick ain't weak. Damn it, he done knocked me up through the damn computer. Oh my God. <laughs> the way he was going off, I was like, damn. He had me scared. Okay, Father Abraham, I thought he was going to come and, you know, be on some, I don't know, child, you know, some Hebrew Israelite shit. I thought he was going to pull out a Bible and be like, in Isaiah 2, 4, 5, section 1, 2, 3, thou says, you know, populate the earth. Oh, hell no. He came out with his own fucking speech. My pull out game ain't weak, bitch. Oh, damn, Father Abraham kept it real. I wasn't expecting that. I thought I was going to get a Bible scripture. That's going <laughs> He went hood as hell. But, you know, he says that even though he's a truck driver, he can take care of all 30 children. But I'm confused because he kept saying 30. But on Facebook, you said you had 33 and 9 were missing. So that means that you have more than 30 kids, sir. I'm just saying. I, it's just, it's very interesting. And he's not the first. Y'all remember back in 2012, I talked about another dude. Matter of fact, I think his name was actually Desmond. He went on the, uh, what's her name? Ayana Van Zandt show. He was the father of 22 kids. And remember all his baby's mothers sued him? They wanted child support. He could only afford like a dollar <laughs> in child support by the time it got to the 22nd child. Let me see here. I think his name was Desmond because I did a I did a video on him years ago. He was just as confused. Uh, 
to children. We probably got more now. This was a while ago, child. Desmond Hatchet. See, I don't forget shit. Desmond Hatchet. This was back in 2000. This was one of my first videos I did when I first started doing news videos. Let's, let's go back to good old Desmond Hatchet. He had 21 kids by 11 different men, not women, excuse me. And he was 29 years old. This story went viral back in the day. I think they were all up Knoxville, Tennessee. And they ranged from newborn to age 11. This was in 2009. So you see this article is basically blank. But he had a lot of kids. He ended up going on the Ayanna Van Zant show like years later. But I remember like it was just, it was a mess. The news was down there at the welfare department. One of the baby's mama's name was Zenobia. And she was screaming and hooping and hollering how, hey, I ain't got no money to get my baby no milk. Well, ma'am, your baby mother number 20, what did you expect? You're not going to get as much as baby mother number one through three. Most ones who were complaining were like the last 10 women or whatever, nine women. It was a mess. And he was sitting on the floor of the welfare department with his, with his head in his lap like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to tell you, brother. Okay. I mean, the whole situation was a mess. This was years ago. Um, let me see if I could find this picture. It was, it was, oh gosh, he had a bunch of kids. Desmond Hatchet. It was such a ratchet story. At least here he is right here. It was all over the news. I think I'm, I don't forget too much. I have a good damn memory. Here go the picture of him sitting on the floor of the welfare office with his hand on his forehead, just, just stressed. This is just some of the children here. It was a mess. This was a viral story that was all over the internet. So, again, that you know, if you want to have a large family and have a lot of kids, I mean, I guess as, as long as there's an understanding between the parents, um, you know, that's your business. But again, I don't care if you're rich like Nick Cannon or you're a truck driver like Father Abraham. I still want to know how you're able to give your time to all of these children, you know, and like I said, with these kids, I'll be in the same age. You can only feed one child at a time. So, you know, a lot of people are getting on him, but I'm also looking at the mother's side eye. And unless it's some type of spiritual, you know, polygamy type shit, I just don't understand like the, the desire to be like baby mother number, you know, 24. I don't get it. Even with futures babies' mothers. I I like I said, after the third one, I don't feel bad. I could care less if he if he's there or not there for his kids because you knew what it was when you decide to be baby's mother number 10. After a while, you I don't feel bad for adults playing silly games. And unfortunately, it's the children that get affected. You know, but he said his pullout game is strong, you know, and you know, it's not, you know, he's not gonna pull out. So that means he's gonna keep having kids. So at what time do we give the women the side eye? Because he's not shy about it. He's letting the world know that he has 33 children. So my thing is, if you want to date him, are you willing to accept all 33 children? Are you going to play your role? You know, and what if you eventually want to start a family? Do you want to be baby mother number, you know, 25? So the whole situation is just very interesting. I just, I don't know, man. This is not for me. but. I'm not judging them if they want, if that's what they got going on, that is their business. Um, 
you know, a lot of people I'm noticing is starting to be a, a more open thing on social media. Um, even with that crazy lunatic nature boy, you know, the whole polygamy thing. And I have all these wives, but they're never really actually married. It's all, you know, this spiritual mumbo jumbo. And it's just like, to me, for some people, it's just like an excuse to just hook up. You know, when these are all my spiritual wives, it's just a, a, an excuse to hook up and, and just cheat freely. You know, just like with Nick, I don't want any type of monogamy. I'm not trying to be faithful. They know what it is, but they don't also mind bringing in kids into that situation. So, child, it's a mess. Oh, somebody said Desmond is in, cha- in jail? That's a shame. He got that many kids and he's in jail. Mm. That's too bad. Hopefully he'll get out soon enough, child. Yeah, I just I just don't get it. Like I said, to each his own. I, I'm not I'm not signing up to be baby mother number 29. But if they like it, I love it. Just know that there's a milk shortage and good luck trying to trying to get out of those kids' formula. I mean, mm, I can only imagine. It's a lot of kids to feed. Um, let me go ahead and read some super chats here. Um, Danny Bravo sent nine ninety nine says, "Look at you looking like a '90s kid and giving Degrassi today." Thank you, appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gabrielle says, "I'm having a tough week. Can you say hi, Gabby? It will totally make my week." Hi, Gabby. Thank you for coming through, and I hope this stream brightens up your day, sis. So thank you. Um, Taylor Brooks says, Hey T, you look beautiful. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks for coming through. Um, Nicole Slay says, love you, lovely T. I'm feeling the lavender. Keep up the great work. You are amazing. I'm proud of you, my love. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Scott Pierce sent a hundred dollars. Thank you so much, Scott. He says, whoever that is singing the lovely T show theme song, be going in much love from LA. Thank you. She's a dope singer. I love her voice. Um, she's really good. I I, I love her music. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Let's see here. Nay says, hey, T, love you. Been watching you for years, and I'm excited for this live. Thank you, and thanks for coming through. Uh, Nanania says, hey, sis, I've been working on knowing my worth. Put a plan into action and literally just a few thousand away from a six-figure salary. You have really helped me strive to be better. I'm trying to mirror your worth ethic. That's what's up, sis, and congratulations on doing that and just bettering yourself. So thank you so much for coming through. Um, Let's see here. Makai says, YouTube is back sending notifications. Love you, T. I've been watching you since I was 13, and I'm 20 now. Thank you so much, Makai. I'm glad you got the notification. Um, Let's see here. Drea Hunt says, can't believe I caught a live. I'll catch the replay, then I'm off. Also, did you catch the XXX doc on Hulu yet? I thought you were about the whole, I thought about you the whole time watching. They were saying things you've been saying all the time. Yes, I'm halfway through the documentary. And what was so funny, I didn't even know that the XXX doc was out yet. And so Emily hit me up and she, you know, she's a big XXX fan. Like, you know, his music and she keeps up with the mama and, you know, she keeps me up on all the XXXT. And so 
Uh, she was like, the documentary's out, but my son's friend's Hulu ain't working, so she gave me her password, child. So I logged in. So I was watching. I got halfway through last night, so I got to finish watching it. But I did not know that part about Geneva was as horrifying as it was. So that's kind of where I've left off. I got to finish it. But, you know, I kind of like the fact that the mother, I said, I'm not done yet. But it doesn't seem like they're trying to sugarcoat or cover up his actions either. You know, it's like she says that's her son, so she's going to stand by her child. But I was very surprised that they allowed that part in the documentary. But it makes sense because she played a big role in him really going viral behind that situation. So um, I can't wait to finish it. So thank you so much. Let's see here. Darius Carter says... Love your show. I'll watch on the playback. Your Dubai deep dive was on point. I went with my friends um, in 2015. He had this girl there and they had her passport taken and she had to work off 15K from selling herself. Wow. Ooh, we. Yes, everything in Dubai that glitters is not gold. So thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, How long have I been out here? Okay, 25 minutes. Shout out to all 7,000 people. Thank y'all for joining me. So I want to go ahead and talk about all of this drama that is going on right now uh, with Blueface and Krishan. This is a hot mess, okay? So last night it went viral that basically uh, Blueface's sister and mom were on social media going off saying that Blueface got them jumped. Uh, Krishan, the girl with the missing tooth, his girlfriend, she came out and she's saying that she's the one who beat them up. The entire situation is a hot damn mess. All I see is a bunch of circus clowns. Let me go ahead and show y'all. Oh, yeah, but before that, this is why Krishan had us. Krishan tripped us out the other day because she went and got a huge blue face tattoo on her neck. This was like two days ago. We posted this on Instagram. So let me go ahead and share my screen real quick here. So this is the tattoo that she got. Ooh, can't play the music. But she got a huge blue face tattoo on her neck. If Obsessed was a person, it would be Krishan. Okay? So now this is what happened yesterday. Okay, let me not show the fight. So the sister goes on Instagram and she says this. At Blueface, baby, I will never forgive you for what you did to Quayley and Dr. J produced it. Never life, I pray God has mercy on your soul. Then she says, all I know is that my son will never bring that person around my family ever again in life. And that's all that matters. Carry on. Okay, maybe this was the mama talking. I can't tell the mom from the sister. Then she says, and neither will the police or the judge the end. Then they say, this is how he treats me after all I do. I feel sorry for his hood because wait until he turns on y'all. So then they go on to say, but he's not arrested because he's Blueface and anybody can be bought. Blueface, a.k.a. Johnny Boy is a bitch. He let Rock whoop on his mama and then stomp his sister out with his homies. And that's the mama on camera, showing off her black eye. So now this is Krishan. Blueface is basically getting Krishan to tell her side. 
it just it bothers me to even watch this girl talk because she just seems just off and i feel like he's using her or trying to use her as a scapegoat she just seems off to me and anytime i see her on camera right why did you beat the ass like that thank you for watching okay look i got so so they want to be on my phone fight on the why you bleed them like that? They saying I beat them up. They just want their money. They fought a female. They saying they fought me. I'm a whole boxer. <laughs> okay, quick question. What? I don't know what she was doing. Like she just pulled up for a fight, huh? Her nigga fucking pulled my ass. He was sticking on. So you did your shit though. They crying wolf right now. They talking about I beat him up. I cry wolf. My family get to him. They they crying wolf because they saying I beat them up. I physically touched them. Even though you just whooped them out, so they like. to everything i'm like this is just this is ridiculous so <clears throat> krishan is saying that she beat them up blueface is saying that she beat them up but the mother and the sister are saying that blueface was the one you know who got them jumped and now they're trying to have it look like you know he's trying to have it look like krishan was now, WAC 100 just spoke about this about an hour ago. So he's going to tell his side of the story. Some about this entire situation is just very off to me, including the mother. And I'll show you a video of the mother and Blueface interacting with each other. But I, you know, WAC made some pretty good points. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video of WAC 100 talking about the situation here. 
Give me just a second. Pull this up. Okay. You know who put their hands on you and your mama. Right? right? I told her 18 months ago, you came over there, you and Blueface Baby Mama, and y'all rushed rock, and she ran into the unicorn and knocked your teeth out. Nobody said nothing. Because of you, that woman's tooth is gone in the front. Nobody said nothing. Now, you come over here and try to get out again and get the short end of the stick and want to say your brother did it? Blueface was trying to break it up. I wish I had audio. You know what I'm telling you, nephew. Fuck that bag up. Nah. Uh-uh. Let, leave her, let her be. Right? Uh, they trying to spin it on this nigga like he did. Oh, no, something. ain't no spinning it. Ain't no spinning it. That's why the mama know not to come saying nothing because she know. I'm the first motherfucker got contacted at 1.30 in the morning when your shit was swollen. Matter of fact, you know, whack. I'll PTR. Try to watch that. You know, don't don't go to playing with my fucking client. I'm crashing out. Okay, that's you know, that's that's one thirty in the morning. So if I got that, it's more come with that. I'm, you want to lie too? Because you know I can show you lying too. Oh, that's the, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's one thirty in the morning. I still think he should have stepped in. But I understand where he coming from. He said, uh, be telling her to act like a mama. She be acting like a homegirl. She violated anybody that come in my house. Nigga, she looked up. She threw a fucking full Gatorade and hit the girl smack dead in her face, bro. She took off. By the time I get there, nigga, I can fell over the couch, all that. Rock didn't hit her with a full piece of biscuit and a side of gravy, and I got it. Lucky I got to her. Right? So, I can't, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, y'all both grown, and you know, you do be, you do be acting like you a little young thing running around here on some bullshit. And I'm thinking about it. Them Gatorade bottles be kind of chunky, my nigga. So yeah, that's why it, it's so, one thing. It's one thing if the nigga just let it let his mama get maxed out and they, but if they pulled up to that nigga looking for the smoke and then they got bro, him, niggas can't get mad. At they at his house. Know. Listen, they at his house one thirty morning. Dude walk in, mama going crazy about some dogs. Blueface is saying, "Fuck the dogs. This is my house. So what? That's his right, right? No, my house. So what?" I'm not in your house. You can go to your house. Fuck out. Like, fuck so what? And this bitch rock coming here with another dog. She got the little gray dog that be fighting with her. She the little gray dog putting in work right now. She got seen the little ish. So, I guess you can go back and forth. You throw some shit. Where's Buddha? Good morning. They, they, Where's Buddha? Uh-oh. Where's Buddha? Hold on, sis. Hold on. Uh -huh. I don't know. They throw some shit. Oh, my bad. They throw some shit, plates, food, whatever, duck and dodge. That Gatorade bottle, they smacked her just dead in her face, and that must have triggered her. She took off. And those of y'all not familiar with Rock, she is very, very athletic. Like, you, you better, you know, she gonna get to where she's trying to get to. She jumped gates and all kinds of shit. It's crazy. So by the time Blueface... So you telling me two Baltimore people to... <laughs> 
beat up somebody at the same time? Who? No, it was, it was Rock. Javante Davis got his oh, lead, too. No, that was yesterday. Yeah, you're right. So when Blueface get over there and pull Rock off of her, right? She didn't hit Miles with the two-piece biscuit and shit. Miles, you know, she balled up. Blueface get her off of her. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I get the call on the FaceTime. Whoa, 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 whoa. This nigga let, what this nigga let, this nigga let, this nigga let. Right. I said, so you telling me the girl just walked in the house, took off on you? Like I said, now what's weird is, I told you I don't fuck with her. <clears throat> that's nephew fitness, and that's cool. That's his personal life. Everybody has seen you go crazy on a girl on Instagram. Now all of a sudden, I see you running around what the time I live with me and Rock doing this weird. Mm. Right? She tell me she doing it to antagonize the baby mama because they ain't getting along. I said, that's the thing shit. <laughs> Right? But okay, each is own. So it backfires. Right? This happened. Later on in the day, I guess the sister. Now what was crazy is I tell the mom off her to go down here and sit blue face down and have a conversation with him. Right? Cool. Call me when you get there. So I get mad because by the time I, you know, when I get there, Oz's sister and her husband pulling up. You had to say, you know what I'm saying? Shouting out their clubhouse. 
this clubhouse EBT. <laughs> I told y'all clubhouse is ratchet. All they do is spill all their tea, tell all their business. Child, any audio from clubhouse, it's going to be a, a trip. So somebody said they thought that Wack 100 had on a lovely TT shirt. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. Y'all was like, he bought, he bought some lovely T merch. <laughs> but Jay had me cracking up. But Wack is saying that basically Krishan got hit with a chunky Gatorade bottle. Just bam, dead in the face. Chunky, chunky, chunky Gatorade bottle. And so she just, you know, she, she blacked out. And, you know, just ran and beat up the mama. You know what I'm saying? And then turned around and beat up the sister. I'm not believing that. Krishan, from what y'all told me, she was a runner. She was a track star. You know, she had a scholarship for track. I don't know if, if she's on drugs or what happened to her, but she lost the scholarship along with her tooth. And he's also saying that it was the mama who knocked out her tooth prior. But I remember the last time I did a stream on Krishan, y'all were telling me that, you know, one of the girls, because he was having some type of bad girls club show at his house and one of the other contestants knocked out her tooth. So I don't know, but now he's saying the mama knocked out the tooth. Then they're saying that the mother is married to some random guy and he shouldn't have came into the lion's den. Child, when I tell you when Wack be spilling tea, I just be laughing. I be laughing because they just be telling just all, all the damn hood business. So now I do know that the mother and the sister, they've had a history of lying on Blueface because there was a situation where they got into it a few years ago. They made it seem like Blueface put hands on them and kicked them out. Um, and then it came out that that wasn't what the case was. They went to his home and was harassing him. Um, but Blueface, to me, does not have a lot of respect for his mother because like Wack was saying in that audio, the mama wants to be young. The mother wants to be down. The mother is like, you know, she's trying to like, instead of being a mother to him, she wants to be a part of the situation. She wants to be hip. She wants to be known on social media. And I, I see through mothers like her. And I think this is why he does not have a lot of respect for her. Because you got to decide, you're going to be a mother to your child. You're going to be a child's friend. You can be your child's friend in certain situations. But again, I've seen him disrespect her time and time again. He talks to her like she's just one of the girls at his house. They don't have, to me, there's no discipline. Like, you're my son, I'm your mom. It's like, that's the homegirl. You know, the way he just talks around her. Yes, the mom is trying to get a bag too. Now, remember, I don't know if y'all seen this video. She allowed Blueface to crack an egg on her for some money. So there's like no boundaries there with the two of them. So let me go ahead and show y'all this video here. This was just like a few days ago. People were clowning her for this goofy shit. Okay. Give you $1,000. You let me crack two eggs on your head. A thousand an egg. Or no deal. Two egg head eyes. Two, 1000 for two eggs. Yes, deal or no deal? Thousand eggs. Take it or leave it. What? Take it or leave it. Bro, come on. Yes or no? Deal or no deal? Deal. Okay. Two eggs. Get a thousand dollars. 
If I get a headache, I'm getting right, $100,000. Deal or no deal? Deal. Okay. <gasps> All right. You know what, Mom? I'm not even going to do that to you. <laughs> John, you going to hell. <laughs> hell. Look, you only got one egg. You going to hell. Child. And that's why I don't take, that's why I said on, on Instagram, to me, it's nothing but a circus and all I see is a bunch of clowns. I can't take the mama seriously. I can't take the sister seriously. See, the mother wants to be young. She wants to be a part of Blueface's whole shebang that he has going on at his house. You know, the whole, I wish my son would, can I crack a, an egg on your forehead? And absolutely not. You're not cracking an egg on my forehead. First of all, eggs are expensive. Let's start there. That's breakfast until you're not doing that. You know, there's a level of respect. He's calling her an egghead ass. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm old school, but I can't cuss at my mom like that. As old as I am, I'm not cussing at my mother. You know, there's a certain level of respect, and I don't see that between either one of them. She acts like that's one of her little boyfriends. He acts like that's one of his little homegirls, and it's not cute. So I can see the fact, I can see her riding up there at one o'clock in the morning to be messy and start a bunch of mess because they've done it before. The mother and the sister have started, you know, a bunch of mess at his home before years ago. So yeah, the, the whole egg thing, absolutely not. Somebody said it was an organic egg too. You see the color of the egg? Not in this household. We eat eggs. Not with the cracking shit for, you know, TikTok. Okay. So she's just always done that. So I do think that is the issue is that they think that they can sit here and go at this girl and come to his home and wild out, and then things got out of control. And the reason why he has no respect for his mom is because she's allowed that. Because I don't see how, as a son, you see your girlfriend. And mind you, he has another baby on the way. Where's the Mexican girl who's always knocked up by him? I seen her a few months ago. She was big as a house. Did she have that baby yet? He's so running behind Krishan. In the drama, where's the baby that's supposed to be on the way? You know, the spicy one who breaks, you know, his his house windows once a year, but it's cute because she's spicy. <laughs> I ain't seen her spicy self in a while. I know she's she's pregnant. And Krishan was on Instagram talking about she want to have a baby soon. I said, oh, hell no. She definitely don't need no kid right now because she don't know if she's coming or going. But I, I can see them coming up there to harass that girl and just to start a bunch of mess. But even with that being said, how can you as a son sit there and watch somebody put hands on your mom? You know, I could even see the sister thing because they're all about the same age as the sister. That's what folks in their 20s do. They sit and fight. But I'm not going to sit there and watch anybody. I don't care. Boyfriend, girlfriend, friend. You're not going to argue with my mom, let alone put hands on my mom. So when it got to the point where Krishan and the mama was arguing Blueface should have got in between them and dead at the situation. But he allowed them to fight. And from what Wat 100 said, Krishan gave the mama a two-piece, a biscuit, and a side of mashed potatoes. Just bam, 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 Knocked the mama out per, you know, Wack 100. And Blueface just sat there. So I, I don't know. They just have this weird relationship. That's why I don't cry tattoo tears for any of these people. When it wasn't viral, I sipped my tea this morning, and I said, yep. Typical clown circus. That's all they do. She acts like she's one of the gang. If he can turn on me and I'm his mama, watch how he turns on the gang. Why are you promoting it?
It's just, it's just, it's silly. It's silly. I don't take anything serious that comes out that household. Because it seems like everything that comes out that household is nothing but fuckery and, and social media fodder. And then you got whack explaining the situation. <laughs> you got him trying to gossip and explain the situation. You got random people picking up the phone. You got some man screaming about EBT. Child. <laughs> this whole story's ratchet. Yeah, he definitely learned it from somewhere. You know, I don't care who you are. A person is going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. So if you are his mother and you're allowing him to bust eggs on your forehead and, 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 and talk to you disrespectful, you allow that. And the reason why you allow it, because he's blue faced and he has money. Let that be broke ass Rashim, who's the fry cook at Bojangles. You see how people will let their kids get away with certain shit because of their status or where they're at in life. If he was a fry cook, and he would, mama, can I bust this on your head? You better get your ass to work. That's what you need to bust. Get on that bus and get to work. But because it's blue face, sure, you can crack an egg on my forehead, even though eggs are expensive right now. And you can only get one carton from the store. Better not get more than one because they're going to tell you to put that other carton back. Got to think of your neighbors. So I think that's crap. Just like the same thing we were talking about with T.I.'s son. Y'all know damn well if that was anybody else's child, people wouldn't have excuses for. But because, you know, it's T.I.'s son, it's like, oh, you know, uh, they was picking on him first. Oh, they, they, it, it was a short order cook. What does that have to do with anything? Your child was wrong. You have to learn to treat people with respect, period. I don't care your status. I don't care your, your background. Respect is respect. So if he doesn't have enough respect for his mother, from what I see all the time on his Instagram feed or when people send me stuff, I'm not surprised that he sat there and watched Krishan put hands on the mother. And Krishan looked like she could throw them hands. She ran track. She's pretty buff. And she's already missing the two, so she ain't got shit else to lose. What they gonna do, knock out the other one? You know, people be missing shit. They don't give a fuck. I ain't got, I'm already missing the tooth. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? She has nothing to lose at this point. Y'all done knocked out the first tooth. So... I don't know. It's just a mess. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Andrea B says all that money he flashed was probably from a PPP loan. I'm lost as to how they heard about the first 10 kids and decided to keep adding to it. Thank you for the super chat. You, you're talking about the father Abraham. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Tier Monet says in words, be having all these kids talking about legacy, but don't have anything to pass down, but generational curses. Ooh. Wow. Thank you for the super chat. Folks ain't ready for that conversation, child. Yeah, they love screaming about legacy, but again, what is that legacy going to be? And is that legacy going to benefit all these children that you're creating? You know, so thank you. Uh, Kiki Q says, hey, have as many as you can afford. Yeah. I mean, if you can afford it, you know, well, that's what Nick Cannon's mentality is. But like I said, for me personally, it's not even always about the money, because even if you can afford it, once kids get to a certain age, they don't care about money. They don't care about child support. They want to look up in the stands and see their father there at their band concert. They want to see their father there on family vacations. You know, while they're singing in choir, they want to look out into the crowd and see their father. So money can only take you so far. I mean, I'd rather have him have money and be a truck driver and be able to provide but that's just a fraction of raising a child. 
So that's the only thing, you know. But Desmond, the other guy, Hatchet, he should be ashamed because he really didn't have no money. One woman was getting like 78 cents a month in child support. At what time do you just realize, like, I need to stop fucking and creating children because my last baby mama's only getting 78 cents and the first one's only getting $200? I mean, it was a mess. The story was a straight mess. So let's see here. Uh, JP Mackey says, uh, Demond George gets <laughs> fresh ripe tomatoes from HelloFresh for his foolish rant. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Kayla Lab says, I remember your first story with Angel Brown with loads of kids wanting the government to pay for her kids. Miss Lovely News Network sending love. Thank you. That was one of my first stories. And what's always funny, the Angel Brown situation, she had 17 kids at the time. She ended up having like, by the time, I think like three years later, she had popped out a few more. She got up to about 19 kids and counting, no pun intended. But I remember with the Angel Adams situation, I believe all her kids were by one man, but then he got locked up and, you know, he wasn't able to find a job and they were just living in this motel room. It was like her and like 17 kids. And so the news was there interviewing her. And she was like, somebody needs to pay. Somebody needs to help me with my kids. And everybody drug her like, no, we don't need to pay for shit, bitch. We get up and work every day for our children. If you want to have 17 kids, that is your business, but you need to get up and go work. You need to get up and go provide for your kids. You know, so a lot of people didn't have sympathy for her. But I noticed, like, if it's a man with a bunch of kids, it's, oh, go on, king. Oh, repopulate the earth, king. Yes, they was kings and shit. Back in the day, kings were creating, you know what I'm saying, legacies and spreading their seeds. But when it's a woman with a whole bunch of kids, John and Kate plus eight, whoo, that's a lot of baggage. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna ever marry Kate. Good luck, Kate, with all them damn kids. Angel Adams, her man was in jail. Nobody was running to help take care of her 17 children. I don't know. I just find that very interesting. When it's a chick who has a bunch of kids, the kids are seen as baggage. She's a single baby mama. But this man can have 33 kids and literally people are praising my line. That's right, King. Repopulate the earth. But imagine if I wanted to just right now have 15 kids by however many dudes. Nobody would be like, go on, lovely T. Keep repopulating the earth. They be like, you're a whore. You're a single mother. Who your baby daddy? None of your kids look alike. They're every color of the rainbow. I'd be roasted. Nobody would give me props for having 16 kids by, you know, 15 different men. I'd be roasted. But you know, when a man does it, you know, we was kings and shit. Remember back in the day, King Solomon. <laughs> they have every Bible quote. I don't know. I just don't get it. And I understand that, you know, I guess, you know, the Bible days and all that stuff, you know, is meant for men to like, you know, spread their seeds. But what if a woman wants to spread her eggs? <laughs> you know, what if a woman just wants to spread her eggs? I got some good genes. Got some good eggs. I'm fertile. Like nobody, like nobody would give her props at all. Nobody would give her props. But if a man wants to repopulate the earth, one nut at a time. It's <laughs> he could be broke like Desmond Hatchet. Oh, he's leaving a legacy. Yeah, a legacy of debt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody says fertility is not celebrated. Yeah. If you are a fertile myrtle woman, 
What do people say? You better watch out because you blowing her ass. She going to get pregnant. But let you be a fertile man knocking up everybody. That's right, King. <laughs> it's a mess. It is a mess. Kate still can't find a man. Meanwhile, John, he has eight kids. He's the father. He done been in relationship after relationship. Always got some chick on his arm. Kate out here is still trying to, you know, raise these eight kids. So I don't know. It's not fair to the women. Eggs and kings. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, Choi Kanku says, a lovely way to start my Monday. Oh, you're overseas. I think it's a it's W money. I'm assuming you're in South Korea. So thank you for coming through. Glad you're here. Uh, Robbie Wilson also sent some money from overseas, says a few of those kids are going to feel neglected. And more than likely, they are going into situations that can jeopardize their lives because they have no guidance. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It takes more to raise a child than money. It takes a lot more, you know. Um, but thank you for that. Uh, Angel says, yes, lovely T just got in the live, but going back to work, he's embarrassing. Not wiped his social media after <laughs> that abuse charge came. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Kenneth Smith said, T, do you remember the story about the woman who wanted us to pay for her children while the dad was sitting on the bed yelling at all of us? Oh, yeah. That was Angel Adams' child. She went off on the news. I mean, people drug her. People were, like, really upset by that. Like, the audacity. You know, kids are a blessing, but you got to know how to feed them. That's the thing. You, you got to have, because, the, okay, they're cute. They're not cute when they cry and shit and they want formula. They need pampers change. And if you have no idea how you're going to provide that, it's, you know, it's going to be a really difficult role for you and that child. So I just couldn't imagine just 17 kids just calling your name at once, always wanting something, opening your door. Good luck to y'all and all these kids. I just couldn't imagine. A lot of damn hands. Then they all got, they got to feed them all and cut up steak. And, and then they're all, half the kids are the same age. There's no way he could raise those. Let's just start with the first seven kids that all wear 3T. Let's start with those seven. There's no way he could handle all three of those, so seven of those 3T kids at one time. Imagine having to set out plates. They're all the same damn age with different temperaments. You tell them one to sit down and eat. The other one want to get up. One want to watch TV. One got to pee. That's too much. I don't have the patience. <laughs> that is too much. I could not imagine dealing with all them kids that are the same age. So again, no, uh-uh. That's a lot right there. Let's hear Paradise Jason 499. He says, I'm finna take y'all all the way back to how long are Tim's dreads? That was 12 years ago. Tim still has his dreads. You're talking about my nephew. He still has his dreads. They're to the middle of his back and they're thick. They're free forming and they're thick. But yeah, he still got the dreadlocks that I started for him. I might have to post an updated picture. So thank you for that. That was definitely a throwback. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Shy Guy says, your positive energy raids through the screen. I love when you go live. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, Brianna Scott says, hey, T, caught a live. I want a large family, but not that much. That is insane. How do you feed and have a relationship with that many? Anyways, looking lovely and purple. Thank you so much. 
And like I said, there's nothing wrong with having a large family, but you definitely got to have help. It's, it's a lot, you know, and I think that was the issue with John and Kate. You know, they were having all these kids and half their kids were multiple. So you're not even giving yourself a break. Like, okay, every four years we'll have a single birth. She had like two sets of twins, a set of triplets. And I think she was doing like fertility treatment. So it's like just all these little sets that you have to feed and clothe at the same damn time. It's a lot, you know, but I mean, as long as you have help, I think it's okay, but, you know, kids, they like attention, and it's hard to, like, split your time up. So I just couldn't imagine when you're talking about kids who are living in different households and different states. I don't care how people try and glamorize it. It's just, it's not the same, you know, because a lot of my friends, they grew up in those type of families where the daddy had all types of kids, you know? Like, one of my best friends, her and her brother, they're two weeks apart. The dad had her mom and his mom knocked up. So they're two weeks apart. The mothers never got along. So that was weird. So they didn't even really start hanging out until they were like in their late teenage years where they're like, well, fuck our mamas. We're siblings. We're going to hang out. And then the daddy just kept having kids, you know, and like now that they're all older, they don't really even have a relationship with him because he couldn't be there for all these kids. Like she literally has like 11 siblings. You know, I've watched it with my own friends. And it, it really does affect people because she felt like she went through a lot of things in her life <clears throat> that she probably wouldn't have went through if she had a father figure there, you know, and it is, it's, it's very selfish, but, you know, and then it causes competition and then the different baby mamas, that's another thing that some of his kids were mixed. So then you had this whole dynamic because my friend was dark skinned, then the white Baby mama, you know, her mixed kids and my kids are cuter and this one got green eyes and you're nappy headed. And it was a lot of just conflict. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot. You know, he had kids from every spectrum and different color eyes. And he always seemed to praise the ones who came out with certain features, <clears throat> the black kids. He didn't really deal with them as much. So, you know, people got to understand like that really affects people as they get into their old age. It might be cute. Yeah, they're all dressed the same on Easter Sunday, the one Easter that you have them. But then they have to go back to living regular life. And it really affects them as they get older. <clears throat> yeah, she went through a lot with that shit. That shit's weird. Mm -mm. Hold on, Demi. Let me read your comment. She said, yeah, T, I have 21 other siblings. They barely talk to my dad. Yeah, it, it's a lot. 21, that's crazy. Um, I'm almost 23. Hold on. I'm good. The one was complicated enough and he's a good kid. Uh, somebody else said they have a bunch of siblings. Yep. I think that's why my mom was taking over my brother's duties to keep all 10 of his damn kids in a familiarity and all the baby mamas have drama because of his bunny self. Wow. So you have a brother who has 10 kids by different women. And then your mom is trying to step up and be the grandmother. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's just a lot to deal with. You know, I have boys. So I'd be thinking about that. Like, like, please don't. I don't I don't have a lot of patience. You know what I'm saying? Like when they finally decide to have kids, I hope that they have them with one woman and get married. I don't want to deal with a bunch of different, you know, baby mama, grandkids. And I, I don't want to deal with it. But I know it's not my place. Right. But it's hard because. You know, I have friends who have kids and their kids have like, let's say they have four kids by four different women. Then you got to deal with them as the grandparent. And then uh, one of the baby mamas think that you like the other baby better than hers. I don't have time for all that damn drama. I, I just don't. Like, whoo. Mm -mm, that's a lot. That's a lot. 
My father's mother had eight kids. Yeah. My dad has nine children. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But it's it's even more awkward as they get older. I'll never forget my son's friend when they were growing up. And you know, when you're when they're kids, you don't say anything. You know, as adults, you you know, you 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 maintain you maintain, you know, an adult disposition. But I'll never forget when he first like bought one of his like really good friends over. We lived in Charlotte at the time. So he brings a little boy over. Oh, nice to meet you. They're probably like in second grade. Okay, nice to meet you. Y'all play, you know, whatever they was playing, wrestling figures and all that stuff. Then, like the following weekend, the little boy comes over with this girl. Now, the little boy, he's biracial. The little girl with him is chocolate. And so they show up at my doorstep, like, you know, can your son come out to play? And I'm like, yeah, so who's this? He was like, it's my sister. I'm looking like, they look to be about the same damn age, but I didn't say anything. So, you know, they're running around playing, having a good old funky time. And then I noticed, you know, she would come over, like, you know, like maybe three times a month, you know. She'd come over. And when I was talking, I said, well, what grade are you in? Oh, I'm in third grade. Well, ain't your brother in the third grade? <laughs> like, you know, so I'm listening to this. She's in third and he's in third. I said, oh, shit. Okay, so the daddy was cheating. Okay, all right. I, I got it figured out in my head. I never said anything. You know, they're children. Let them play. So then my son comes up to me like years later. And he's like, you know, I never realized this when we were kids. But now that I'm older, like, that was just weird that him and his sister were literally like three months apart. <laughs> they were like in the same grade and everything. But you know, when they're younger, you go, they don't get it. And it wasn't my place to speak on it. So I'm glad you finally realized that the daddy was a cheater. You know what I mean? And that the, you know, the mama was a side chick, you know, but you don't explain that to kids. Kids don't know. They just want to be, you know, loved and accepted. So I would never say anything, but you damn right. I was calculating that shit in my head. So you in the third grade, when is your birthday? Okay. When is your birthday? Okay. Okay. Daddy was kind of fast, but I just kept that in my mental. You know what I'm saying? No judgment, just kept it in my mental. But now that they're grown, it's like they laugh about it. Like, yeah, our daddy was a player. We didn't even realize that we was, you know, third grade. <laughs> look, somebody said, look at all these testimonials in here. I know. Woo, y'all been going through in y'all's childhood. My father has seven of us, and four of us are the same age. It's embarrassing. Damn, pretty girl, Kayla. Woo, them hood twins ain't no joke. There's a lot of them running around, though. Um, hood twins. Mm-hmm. Yes, my papa was a rolling stone. The kids always suffer when there's multiple kids. The kids are going to get through the same. But at least I try to keep my kids close to their siblings. Yes, a lot. Even on teen mom. None of them kids have the same mom and dad. Everybody got a half sibling. Then they fight with the first baby daddy. Well, he can't see him. You should have thought about that beforehand. He still has the, Ryan still has the right to see his kids. We know Ryan ain't shit, but the grandparents are good grandparents. Let, let Bentley go over there, okay? But yeah, like none of the, the teen moms have the same fathers. All them got different baby daddies. And then it'd be like drama and, you know, these half siblings. It's a mess, child. It's a mess. You know, to each his own, child. Each his own. Somebody said half siblings are mean. I don't even know if they're mean. I think... It depends if they live with the father. I think it starts to be like a hierarchy with the half siblings. Like if they grew up with the dad and they have the dad in their household, then they kind of feel a little bit more superior to the ones who didn't have the dad in the household or to the ones who are like the side chicks' kids. So that's where the drama kind of comes in. But again, it, it falls on the adults. 
It's how the adults handle it. And so that's one thing I will say about my son's friends, family, even though the mama was, you know, he was creeping between both of them. They handled it like, well, fuck it. The kids are here. So we're going to raise the kids together. So she was there at least like three times a month. You know, she'd come and, and hang out and, you know, they were siblings. And so they raised them together. So I could respect that, you know, than opposed to like, well, that's my kid and you're not going to see them ever. So, yeah, it's, it's I got some stories and testimonials. I'm sorry some of y'all went through that, child. Ooh, said four of y'all the same age. That's crazy. So what did he do when y'all graduated? He go to each person's graduate. I mean, God forbid y'all graduated at the same day, same time, same bat channel. He gonna have to go from one graduation party to the next, the next. <laughs> Somebody said my brother is a month younger than me. Oh we. It's always going to be drama. And see, a lot of the drama comes from the mothers. Somebody said they're 25 days apart. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I have four other siblings on my dad's side. He just had a baby a few months ago before I had my son. Now he's four months. I have friends like that, too. They got, you know, uncle cousins and, you know what I mean? The, the, the uncle is younger than their own child. You know, your child is 21 with a four month old uncle. Like I can't make it up, but it happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, let's see him read the rest of these super chats here. Um, uh, Lovely Red DJ says, how does one, how does a one hit wonder afford this lifestyle? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he does anything else on the side. I don't know any I don't know any other music from him besides Tatiana. I haven't heard anything from him. I don't hear anybody saying anything about his music. I don't know how he affords his lifestyle. Maybe he gets Instagram sponsorships. <laughs> I really don't know. But thank you. Uh let's see here. Somebody says, T, you need to leave poor Raheem and the fry cook alone. <laughs> Those are my favorite examples. Raheem and the fry cook at Bojangles. Thank you. Um, Mama Goddess says, lovely T, I would never curse at my mom either. Also, the blue face sis pee on herself while they were fighting. I hear that Krishan beat the pee out of her. She did say that. Let me see if I can. I had an article that was up where she was saying, like, she peed on herself. That's how bad she got beat up. I mean, the whole thing is just embarrassing at this point. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I could do, yeah, this is just embarrassing. Let me show y'all this part. Give me just a second here. Okay, this is another thing she wrote. She said, got jumped by seven dudes, including my brother, then Rock ran up after the gang members jumped me and my husband. This is what the mama was saying. As you can see, I peed on myself. I ain't never fought seven niggas before. All I could do was piss myself. One thing about it, I don't play by my mama. I do it all over again. Or maybe that was a sister. Like I said, I can't tell the difference between the mother or the sister when they when they write. Um, then she says the saddest part is his manager is paying everybody at the party to post rock dragging me after getting jumped by several niggas, including my brother. Hey, do you have um, grandma stuff? 
It's on the couch. Yep. So that's what um you know she was saying. Like I said, at this point, I don't feel bad for for either of them, for none of them, because this is what they do constantly. It's always like some type of clown show with these folks. So now, before they leave me, I've been on here for an hour. We got to talk about this Monique situation. Um. So if y'all don't know, Monique went off today. She's blasting D.L. Hughley. Um, they're doing this tour currently. Let me pull this up. So they are doing, what is the tour called? It's called the Comedy Explosion, and it was at the Fox Theater in Detroit, Michigan. And so I think her and D.L. Hughley have been beefing for a while, because even when she was going through the whole debacle with Netflix, D.L. like would kind of throw shots at her. So I think, you know, Monique has been side-eyeing him for a while. But D.L. basically said that he didn't think that Monique should have been the headliner, that he should have been the headliner. And Monique went off. She told all the business. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this audio. So give me just a second here. You know, Monique, one thing she going to do, she going to tell it. Okay, here it is. See, I fucks with contracts. That's why niggas got a problem with me. If you sign the motherfucking contract, that's what the fuck it is. But they're so used to niggas fucking around with the contract and being nervous because they might lose an opportunity or a motherfucking chance. So they will review the contract. I'm not a bitch who's going to read you the contract. If you sign the motherfucker, that's what the motherfucker is. So tonight, see, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break it down for you, Detroit, because I would feel less than a motherfucking woman if I didn't let y'all know what the fuck was going on on this stage right now. So if my energy is a little different, nigga, because they got me fucked up. Talking about all Monique wasn't. 
You can Google it right now. D.L. Hughley on my dick. All I wasn't, what I wasn't worth. All of this bullshit. And nigga, you put your feet under my motherfucking table. So you came to my home, nigga. And you put your feet under my motherfucking table. I don't get down like that, goddammit. You got a bitch wrong. You talk about young thugs and cover their names. Nigga, your name is D.L. What the fuck does it stand for? Hey, how far you bending over, nigga, on the D.L.? That's my family, nigga. I'm home, nigga. I'm motherfucking home, yo. I go all the way back with Coco in the motherfucking lounge in the back of the bar when they was cooking motherfucking fried fish, bitch. That's me, nigga. That's me, Detroit. I'm the bitch who did fuck a nigga in the car, but bitch, that happened so long ago. See, black women, let me tell you something. A lot of black men in Hollywood got a problem with me. Because I got a motherfucking black king. That's my husband. And them niggas can't understand it. They can't fathom it. It makes them motherfucking sick. Because at what time did black men start attacking black women? What kind of real nigga is that? That's a bitch nigga. That's a bitch nigga. What kind of real nigga would ever attack a goddamn black woman? A bitch nigga. I feel sorry for D.L. Hughley's family. I feel sorry for his motherfucking wife. Cause how do you suck the dick of a coward? I tried to play fair, bitch. I tried to play fair, nigga. I tried to play fair. We was on the countdown, nigga, to See, I don't fuck with nobody. And as an entertainer, families are off limits. As entertainers, we don't fuck with each other's families. Because for me, that is crossing the line. See, I want to give y'all the history so you understand a bitch's position. I want to give you the history, mama, so you understand. See, when I look at my wise sisters and she look at me like this, get that, nigga. Thank you, mama. See, I did this radio show one time, right? Because I'm, I'm thinking, this my boy. This, man, this nigga ain't never had no motherfucking problem, yo. Right? This my motherfucking dude. So we on the radio show, and when we get to the end of the motherfucking program, this is your program. Bitch, want the England program? When we get to the end of the program, oh, they say, Monique, would you like to play a game? Well, bitch, I like to play games. So I said, sure, let's play a game. And it's a game called Would You Rather. Would you rather? I said, fuck it, let's go. And then the sister Jasmine says, would you rather your husband fuck Lee Daniels without a condom or Corinne Steffens with one? I want y'all to hear the bitch shit this nigga that tried to put me through, y'all. Would you rather your husband fuck like nigga? What kind of shit are you putting over the air to your motherfucking listeners? That's coon shit. So be careful who's feeding your motherfucking soul because you might swallow coon pie and you can't get the coon off of you and it'll give your goddamn diarrhea. I don't
All right, let me come back on the screen, y'all. Monique was not playing. I've never heard her go in like that. She was not playing. She wanted all the smoke with DL. And like I said, I feel like it was a common, like a combination of things. The fact that when she was going through with the whole Netflix situation, he spoke on it a lot and was saying things like, you know, nobody's going to cancel their Netflix for you. And, you know, she's wanting too much. And so I think this was a final straw for her is him saying that she shouldn't be a headliner. So she put that all out there. I mean, she totally went in. And one thing I'll say about Monique is that even though people have tried to discredit her and go in on her, she hasn't lied about anything. She's always bought receipts. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's always shown herself to be truthful, so much so that Lee Daniels had to come back with his tail between his legs and apologize to her and want to work with her now. Now that he's not popping and, and you know, juicy, juice box moulet done fucked up his bag, now he wants to connect with Monique. So that says a lot. So I don't know, D.L. Hughley, you got 24 hours to respond. I don't know what his response will be, but Monique was not playing. She wanted all the smoke. So let me go ahead and read a few more comments here. Um, let's see. Harley Quinn says, these kids got to stand in line and give their daddy a hug. Shake my head, LOL. Thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Izzy says, Mo went off. I was at the show last night. I have footage of her too. Um, I didn't know we couldn't record. I was surprised he came on afterwards. We started leaving. No one came for him. He, We started to boo. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. What did he say when you guys, when he came on after that? Because she was the headliner. She came out first. So I could only imagine, you know what I'm saying, what he was thinking is she's saying all of this. Because, you know, she's not going to like, oh, he responded in the shade room? Oh, okay. Hold on, y'all. Breaking news. Let me look up DL. They said he responded on, um, let's see. That's why I, like, that's why I love the live because you never know. Oh, shit. You don't post it. Precious's picture. Precious's mama picture. Okay, let me read to y'all what he said. Breaking news. Let me share my screen here. So DL just posted this an hour ago. Okay, we've been streaming for an hour. So he just said this. He says, all you have to do is check the order of the names on the ticket stub from last night, and you'll see who's confused. Against my better judgment, over objections to my team, and four other occasions where I said no, I decided to take a chance and work with Monique. Oprah was the problem. Tyler was the problem. Charlemagne was the problem. Steve Harvey was the problem. Lee Daniels was the problem. Netflix was the plot problem. Now it's my turn. At some point, it can't be everyone else. It is you. Lesson learned. I didn't have anything personal against Monique. People paid a lot of money to laugh, not hear about your contract. Apparently the, <laughs> Apparently the role you played in Precious turned out to be an autobiography. I wonder who's next. Daryl Lynn Hughley. <laughs> I never knew what DL stood for. Okay, well, thank you, Daryl Lynn Hughley. So that's what DL stands for. So not on the DL, it stands for Daryl Lynn. Okay, that was a nice response. I thought he was going to come back and roast her and all that stuff. So that was that was a decent, classy response. He took the Michelle Obama route. When they go low, we go high. That's what he did. 
Because, you know, he wasn't trying to come, you know, come clapping back at a black woman. He wasn't trying to, you know what I'm saying, get drug and shit. So that was a classy response. I'm not mad at him. That was a classy response. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see where this goes. Um, let me go ahead and uh, read the rest. Uh, Kit Finn says, I have five children. I can't count how many times people would tell me I need to close my legs. When I say I'm married to their father, they still want to know about our money. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's never the same when it's a woman who has a lot of kids. People want to know if they all have the same father. How do you get them ready in the morning? That's just too much. Oh, that's on you because I can barely handle having two. Yeah, they, they do. They shame women who have more children. So thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Tart, uh, Tart Variant sent $20, says, it's just the ignorance of the parents trickling down from me. Doubling back to Tip and King, both of them are entitled and condescending. You can see the parents' negative influences. Hashtag gene pool. Mm, thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Um, Shan said 20 and says, no kids, no. They don't know anything. They just make the best of it. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Dami Poo sent 10, says, I didn't find out until after I had my son that his Dad had three other kids on top of the two that I knew about. Now he's six and counting at 29. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, some of these dudes do be lying. They be living double, they be living double lives and having kids in different states. And that's sad because how do you know that your kids may not end up meeting each other in the future and possibly hooking up, not realizing that they're siblings? You know, so you got to let your kids know about each other. I never understand guys who do that. So I'm sorry you went through that. Uh, Rachel says, and Jada crying about men treating women better in the 80s and 90s. These testimonials beg to differ. Exactly. You know, back then it seemed like things were more perfect because we didn't have social media. We didn't have a live stream where folks are just spilling tea about their fathers, you know. So you didn't know a lot of this stuff. But yeah, there's nothing new under the sun at all. So thank you. Uh, Alea Nicole says, me and my sister are 25 days apart. Wow. Hope y'all are close. I don't, you know what I mean? Y'all are physically close, you know, on birthdays, but hopefully you guys are close as siblings and it's not a situation where your mothers found out about each other and kept you guys away from each other because that's usually what tends to happen when kids are that close. So hopefully you guys have a good relationship. Um, let's see here. Tanise Hall says, T, there was just another shooting. Where? Child, it's always something. Let me Google. That's sad when you can just Google shooting today. Mm. One dead, seven injured in Oklahoma festival shooting. This is sickening. And this was a black man who did this one, it looks like. They arrested him. I just don't know. Very, very scary. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Runful says, people say they don't want daughters because of pregnancy, but sons can make multiples in a day. Facts. Get no scapel vasectomy in reverse when you want kids. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, they look at it like, you know, uh, mother's baby, father's maybe. 
And if you have sons, the kids don't necessarily have to live with you. You know what I'm saying? But if you have a daughter, that baby's going to be staying home with you and your family. So, but to me, I, I, th- I feel like it's all the same thing. Regardless if you have a son or a daughter, I'm going to want that kid here just as much as the maternal parent, you know? So, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Callie, thank you for the rose. She says, thank you, lovely T. God bless you. Thank you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, Bruce uh, Kenton sent 9.99. He says, T, do you think you'll ever post new skits on YouTube? I still crack up thinking about your hair skits. Thank you. I haven't done skits in a while. I had did a few on TikTok, like before COVID hit, but I haven't done skits in a while. But I love doing skits. I love acting and doing goofy stuff. I just don't be having time. So maybe if I can find some time, I will do some more skits. But I, I definitely love doing skits. So thank you. Uh, let's see here. Sean says he had no choice but to respond like that because she spoke the truth. Notice he didn't say she was lying. That part. Yeah, that response, I wasn't expecting that. Because I know when he, him and Angela Staten got into it, he drug her. Like he went back and forth with her, said she was a giant and wore a size 10 shoe and, and was, you know, breathing COVID germs on him. He went in. So he definitely toned it down for Monique. And he didn't say that Monique was lying. So that is very interesting. So you guys, I've been on here for over an hour and a half. So I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log off. But thank you guys so much for joining me for this impromptu Sunday Memorial Day weekend stream. We had a lot of, you know, good chats and a lot of good information. So I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this stream and had a fun time. Um, so thank you guys, everybody who sent a super chat. Thank you for everybody who commented tonight. Um, I'm going to get ready to head out. But you guys have a good evening and I will see you guys again sometime during the week. All right. Bye, y'all.